documenting everything and I'm watching your stories and I'm like, these people are my heroes and they're insane. Like, <laughs> took a show and you're building a van and not only are you building it, but you're planning on like living in it and traveling around the US, which I just think is like so, so cool. Um, yeah, like when we say like traveling like sets our souls on fire, like we absolutely love it. We love the adventure, we love doing things, we love like, you know, being spontaneous and just going wherever we want and meeting new people and living in a van is like, you know, like being able to build it. I agree with you, we are insane because we have no <laughs> idea what we're doing. Welcome to the Gab Travel Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron. And we have an awesome interview for you guys today. You are going to love this. You're going to be obsessed with them. We interviewed our very first travel couple, mm-hmm. which was kind of a moment. It was. Skip and Jazz Johnson. They are so much fun. They are the coolest couple. They're like building a van from scratch right now, which mm-hmm. is like insane. But we talked to them all about traveling. They, last year they got married. They took an awesome honeymoon through Southeast Asia for two months. So we talked to them about their experience with that, how they plan for it, budgeting, Everything. traveling yep. as a couple. Yep. All the things, and what's really cool about them is Skip is a traveling PT, and Jazz, his beautiful wife, left her job in finance to go on the road with him. And yeah, and I love I love it because they uncovered a lot of deep things, kind of off the you know normal conversation that we uncovered. About, we always go on tangents. We do just about what the travel lifestyle has brought to them, and just kind of how it rearranged their whole life, and now they're just obsessed and addicted and, and ready to roll. And they say that it's not traveling while you're young. It's traveling forever. Yeah. And I love that. I know. They they have so many like great tips, wisdom drops. Like it was just a fun conversation with friends. You guys are gonna be inspired and excited. And I let's hope, get into let's, it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do the damn Roll thing. Roll the tape. Let's do it. Before we get into the episode, this week's show is supported by Traveler School, which is our online course for healthcare travelers. And doors are open. We are currently in a launch, which means we are offering a special coupon code for our listeners. The coupon code is GAPT Travel, two P's, GAPT Travel. And when you put that code in, you will get a discount. If you're wondering what Traveler School is, I'm gonna tell you. So Traveler School is our online course for travelers and basically it walks you through everything you need to know about healthcare traveling step-by-step, lesson-by-lesson in a very clean, streamlined, organized way so you can learn efficiently, fast, and have fun while you're learning because I feel like we're a good time. Yeah, and it's something that we really wanted when we first started traveling, so it's something that we created. And it's for the person that literally doesn't want to search the Googles or search YouTube and try to piece together all of the you know, different information that's out there. It's for people that really want that streamline to the point, want to learn everything, want to be supported and mentored by people that have been there and done that so they can basically learn all the things they need to learn and start living the beautiful life that we get to live as travelers. And that is why we created it. And that's why you need to get in there. I love that. It's literally designed to push play Sit on the sit on the couch with a glass of wine and a notebook and have fun and learn about travel and prepare yourself so you feel confident and excited and ready to take the jump. Everything you need in one place, start to finish, in chronological order. It is amazing. It's what we wanted, like we said. And so you can get in, go to kimandarong.com forward slash 
T school and put coupon code in gapped travel at checkout and you will automatically get a discount. And we also have payment plans available. So yep. go check that out. Don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. Yep. What's up everybody. Welcome back to the gap travel podcast. We are so excited about this interview we have. We have skip and jazz who we met at TravCon, And as you've seen in these interviews, these are people that we keep bringing onto the podcast because if you go to TravCon, you know that you just meet friends for life and we were fast friends with them, super inspired by their story and what they're doing and we wanted to bring that to you guys. Yeah, welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we're happy to be here. so happy. You're our first uh, couple, travel couple that yeah. we're interviewing. Wow. You're so special. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> So we wanted on the podcast, we really wanted to highlight other travelers who are using healthcare traveling as a way to travel more, to create more freedom, to have more adventures and experiences. And so we really wanted to bring you guys on to talk about the big trip that you guys took last year and the planning tips, budgeting tips, experiences, all of that good stuff. We really want to unpack that dive into it and uh yeah yeah first just i mean i guess just let everybody know introduce yourselves um a little bit of um you know you guys story and then we'll just dive into all that all kim just tried to unpack <laughs> sounds great uh i'll go first i guess yeah so my real name is colin but my nickname is skip so um i've been a physical therapist for a little over three years i'm a travel physical therapist for just over two years and I've worked in inpatient, inpatient rehab, or sorry, acute care, inpatient rehab, and outpatient rehab, so just all kinds of settings, and traveling around the U.S. has really just set our souls on fire. Yeah, definitely, and then I'm Jasmine, um, and I, or aka Jazz, and um, I was, before we started traveling, I was in finance, and then I was, like, super, super unhappy, and now have recently, like, gone into more freelance writing, and it's been so, so much better, and it's kind of, like, setting us up for the lifestyle that we want to live and I mean just all around just happier so I mean not to say it doesn't come with struggles but um that's a topic for another day but anyways uh, yeah so uh now I'm a freelance writer and I'm loving it nice so let's uh, you just said something like set you up for the lifestyle that you really wanted to have like what was that when did you guys did healthcare traveling kind of catapult that uh was it something you guys had talked about before um, but really hit on that, the lifestyle that you wanted to have versus the, you know, finance world. So are you talking like, how did we get in healthcare travel in the first well, place? Well, just, I guess I was just more hitting on the fact of, you know, how Jazz just said, um, you know, the freelance writing has really set you guys up for the lifestyle that you really want to have along with your traveling. So I guess just kind of the, um, the, polarization of it of like getting out of that lifestyle like and, where and you were before traveling versus yeah. now that you're healthcare traveling you have all of this freedom yeah. lifestyle like kind of what that's been like yeah, yeah. So, so before we started traveling um I was I had been in my like day job for about two years and he was working at a hospital for about a year and we just knew that something was missing and we didn't know what that was and then we like like we're gonna buy a house get a dog then we're gonna move to Denver and get a house there whatever we just had no idea and then so we were when, literally all over the place yeah yeah and then while. when we were thinking about moving to Denver Colin had reached out to um 
a recruiter, which we didn't really know like what that was at the time. And he like introduced, introduced us to tribal healthcare. And then we were just like, like, we got to We got to give this a shot. Like we have to do this. Our, our souls just like felt called to it. And ever since then, it was like, we've learning more and more about like just living off, like living on the road and, you know, like trying to create the life that we want to live. And it's just like, yeah, we wouldn't have it any other way. Now it's like clear as day that like that we should be traveling and like what that we need to continue to like do things so that we're living our best life, quote unquote. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we're all the same people. Like, <laughs> we always say like you guys are like our spirit couple. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I, that's exactly how we felt of just, you know, feeling like something was missing and our souls were just like burning for more and more adventure and more freedom. And we had bought the house and the dog and had the jobs. And we're just like, this can't be it. Like there's gotta be more than right. fine, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we found out about healthcare traveling and we were like, see ya. And like yeah. we sold everything in our house and quit our jobs within a couple of months, you yeah. know? But like, it also, it just completely changed the com- like the entire outlook of what was possible for us. And I think that was the biggest thing that we love about healthcare traveling. Yes, it's great. Yes, you make more money. Yes, you get to adventure. But it really just opened up a whole new world to us that we never thought possible um, that we've been seeing over these past eight years. And I I wouldn't have had it any other way, like you said. No, it's a total game changer. And I wanted to say too, um, you guys, and we'll kind of touch on this a little bit, but Right now, you guys are back home in Kansas, right? Yes. Okay. And you are literally... What? We're in small town USA. Yeah, exactly. And y'all are literally like building a van from scratch, which I told Aaron, I was like, I want to do a whole podcast episode with you guys just talking like specifically about this van build. Because I've been watching, you're documenting the whole thing on your Instagram, uh, which is at Skip and Jazz Johnson, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I had that right. And (laughs) documenting everything and I'm watching your stories and I'm like, these people are my heroes and they're insane. Like (laughs) you took a shell and you're building a van and not only are you building it, but you're planning on like living in it and traveling around the U S which I just think is like, so, so cool. Um, Yeah. Like when we say like traveling, like sets our souls on fire. Like we absolutely love it. We love the adventure. We love doing things. We love like you know, being spontaneous and just going wherever we want and meeting new people and living in a van is like, you know, like being able to build it. I agree with you. We are insane because we have no (laughs) idea what we're doing, but also it's the motivation is that we get to, we'll get to do all of these things and meet all these people. So that, and that's what keeps us going. Oh my gosh. Figuring it out as we go, doing it afraid. Yep. Yeah. And I love that attitude. Like, you know, you had mentioned like I think in one of your posts, like everything is figure outable, like quoting Marie Forleo's book, who yeah. is, we, we love. Yeah. And yeah. just that mentality, like you guys have the best mindset. Like you're, you're so positive. You're so happy. You're so full of life. And just that, like, we're going to build a van and we have no idea what we're doing, but we're going to figure it and out. We're going to do it together. Yeah. Together. It's just like, it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And that actually like brings me like to traveling also, because that's kind of the mindset that you have to have when, when you travel, you know, it's like, I don't know necessarily like where we're going or what's going to be happening, but like just no- going into it with the mindset that we're going to figure it out and you rolling know. with the punches, taking things as they come and just making the best of every situation. Yeah. yeah. yeah I love that. I know I do. I feel like I can go on like a total tangent. Like I said, I really want to bring you guys back on and talk specifically about the van. Yeah, but just, I love that. 
like real quick, like is your plan to live in the van and take contracts, like in living in the van during a contract or is it more for weekend excursions while on contract and traveling and stuff? No, so we're we're planning on planning on doing full-time van life. So yeah, we're going to be living in it during contracts as well as weekend adventures. Um, probably be doing more of a like stay in a uh, campsite while I'm actually on contract, you know, so we're duplicating expenses and following all the rules. But um, on weekends, we'll be taking it anywhere and everywhere, which is one of the main draws just because it sucks to have to pack stuff up for a whole weekend of adventures and mm-hmm. we're not very good at planning ahead of time <laughs> so we're we like the idea that our house is going to be with us at all times i love that but you talk about i mean we're going to get into it a little bit um because we were following you guys as a uh, big trip that you took but i mean you guys really jumped into newlywed boot camp um <laughs> building a band together and <laughs> being in close quarters like that <laughs> yeah so what's hilarious about that is everybody's like, I could never do that, or we could never do that with our spouse, da 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 Like, it's, it's as if they don't think we fight. Like, obviously, we have a lot of moments of bickering, and, like, we're both very strong-minded people, so, like, we'll both have good ideas for how to complete a said task, and our minds are wired completely differently. Uh-huh. So we, we're navigating that all the time, but, you know, it's just making us stronger communicators and mm-hmm. for the long run. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. And I was just going to say, because we went to New Zealand and did a, a 21 day trip in a van and it was a lot more tighter of quarters than, than we thought. And I'm telling you, after we're going on our 10 year wedding anniversary this year, we learned and, a lot yeah. about each other and a lot of good conversations that, you know, the conversations were triggered by, you know, not so choice of words sometimes <laughs> it was it was quite an adventure and it was such a cool experience but I so I'm relating that to like what y'all are gonna do and like that was a vacation like an adventure I can't imagine like taking a contract and living in a van and I am so excited that you guys are doing it mm-hmm. and we get to watch yeah. <laughs> well and I think the difference like with us is like so since I'm not a healthcare professional it's right. kind of different because like for instance, even when we're on assignments, like I can, since I'm home at work during the day, like I can do some of the chores or like, you know, or like, and we can like team up on certain things. Just, it's just, you know, we're not both coming home from a long day right. with people, basically. We're having to get ready at the same time. Or- yeah. 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 That's a good yeah. point. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. So y'all got married last year, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. June 2019. Okay. At, wait, June 20th? 2019 sorry June 8th 2019 yeah okay um and then after you got married you took like the most bomb ass honeymoon yeah (laughs) it was pretty awesome yeah oh my gosh it was it was incredible so where okay first of all where did you go and how long were you guys actually gone for I know it was a couple of months but what what was the deets so basically we took a thoughtfully spontaneous vacation. We didn't have a lot planned out beforehand, but we knew that we wanted to go to Bali because a lot of our traveler friends, including you guys, had been yeah. and we had heard a lot of great things. Um, so I think that was, the, we booked our one-way flight to Bali mm-hmm. was the first thing we booked for the trip, but we officially spent nine weeks in Indonesia and Thailand. Okay. Um, I know we're probably going to go into more details then, but Awesome. Okay, so you guys, you spent nine weeks, and then, so you only went to Thailand and Bali. That was, like, where you spent most of your time? Yes. Okay. 
Oh my God. I, we also did a one-way ticket to Bali and I've always dreamed of going to Bali and it honestly is like the most magical place in the it world. It is. Well, Bali right? and Thailand. I mean, both. Uh-huh. But, oh my gosh. Was, so was that you guys' initial plan was just to hit Bali and Thailand and kind of see where it goes from there? Or were you just like, this is what we're doing and then we're coming home? Uh, so yeah, we went there only thinking we were going to go to Bali, actually. We didn't know we were going to go to Thailand. Or how long we were going to be over Yeah, there. or how long we were going to be over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we got there and we were, so here's what we did wrong is we didn't necessarily plan enough. Like, we don't like to necessarily plan, but we should have planned a little bit more. But um, once we were there, we were like, oh, we could probably fit in another country or maybe two or three more countries. But then we decided on Thailand after, you know, doing a little bit more research and talking to people. But all we had booked when we went was our flight there and then our first week of accommodations. And then we had zero idea what we were going to do next. Oh, I love that. Wow. Okay. So that was like one of our questions. If you guys were <laughs> clearly you're not. No. <laughs> we, we were laughing pretty hard when we read that question. Yeah. It was a pretty resounding <laughs> we're not yeah. travel, or we're not planners. Yeah. So do you guys, okay. So we were having a conversation last night with Ali, who you guys know. And yeah. another yeah, he's like the most incredible human, just yeah. so full of life, just yeah. such an amazing traveler. Um, but anyways, we were talking about planning and he's all, he used to be a planner and now he's more go with the flow, figure it out when you get there. And he kind of started to let go of like his need to plan, which is something that I'm trying to work on because <laughs> I'm such a planner and I'm trying to be more go with the flow, but still have an idea right. of the things that I know that we want to do and see, cause we don't want to go in blind, but we want flexibility. Yes. So, yeah. Do you guys have, do you go completely blind or did you guys do some research, get an idea of the things you think you might want to do, but then you just leave it open while you're on the ground? Um, yeah, we, we did. I mean, we read a lot of blogs, watched a lot of like, you know, YouTube videos, asked some people that we knew, but, um, yeah. I <laughs> you're, just, you're like, no, we not- didn't really plan very well. Like <laughs> no. we knew we'd be within reach of other countries, you know, we'd be like doing a little Southeast Asia excursion, but again, we didn't know for how long or where exactly we were going to go. Yeah. And ultimately we ended up choosing Thailand because mm-hmm. one, it's budget friendly and two, it had, we wanted to go to the full moon party and mm-hmm. we wanted okay. to swim, swim with sea turtles and like, it just kind of had the, mm-hmm. the types of adventures that we wanted to do. Yeah. And so for our first week, like Jazz said, we spent it in kind of like a bougie resort, like mm-hmm. a place that we'll probably never spend that it, much money to It was money so nice in. and it was so great. That was like the honeymoon part of but, our trip. Yeah. So it had, it had like a private pool and private jacuzzi like within our villa and, you know, it was all this fanciness. Um, and then we wanted the rest of our trip to kind of be like a backpacking budget trip. And we knew that Thailand could really, you know, make that happen for us. Um, yeah. Even outside the travel healthcare community, we have, a couple of our good college friends who had been to Thailand and just loved every second of it. So. And yeah. we like, we love to like kind of party and meet people and Thailand <laughs> kind of creates that atmosphere. <laughs> just get, just being real. Yeah, <laughs> no, it does. I, absolutely. It is such a cool place too. Like you said, party, there's so many travelers there. There's such a backpack culture there too. And I think it's cool to kind of have that little taste of luxury. We're definitely not bougie travelers, but we like to have that little like, taste of luxury that comfort right to kind of refuel and then get back into like the grit of i mean we were having a conversation in one of the cafes in bali and we literally were saying to each other 
we've been grinding it out in the jungle. We need to spend uh, a week in like a five-star resort. Right. And it's just funny going back to just kind of how we are now and how we've progressed now. Um, and we still would do those sort of things. And it's really nice to have those things, even at a cheaper cost than what you would pay in the United States, to have that kind of luxurious experience every once in a while. Definitely. But it's funny that we literally thought we were, we're roughing, like roughing it in the out. jungle. We're like, really? <laughs> I would go do that in a heartbeat. We are so green. Yeah. yeah. Was it the, the cafe that you guys recommended to us? Atman? Well, say again. Atman. Oh no, I don't think that was it. Oh, yeah, God. we spent we spent a lot of time there. It was a place that was in Chengdu and Ubud. And it had like the slide. It had a slide in Chengdu. Oh, and it had, like really clear good cafe meat. maybe. Clear cafe, yeah. Clear, clear cafe. cafe. Yeah. That was delicious. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's such a cool place. I know they had yeah. the best music too. I know all the good music. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, okay, go on. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. So, do you guys? Since you're not big planners, do you just kind of ask people along the way, like, hey, like, what should we do? Or where's a cool place to eat? Or like, is that kind of how you find new direction of what you're going to do for the day just by talking to people on the ground? Uh, you mean people like over there or our friends? Yeah, like while, since you're not like planning out like every minute, so you don't know what you're going to do every day. Do you kind of just get to where you're going and then ask people like local people once you yeah, get I guess, I guess kind of figured out? It's Okay. A combination of asking, you know, our traveler friends for Rex, and then also, I would ask like our what was it called Grab. I would ask like our Grab drivers and stuff like that. You know what the Grab is like Uber. Okay. Oh yeah, sorry. Grab is like the Uber of the U.S. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, okay. That's kind of a weird name. I guess. <laughs> um. Yeah, like our our people who would give us a lift from one place to the other where we should go, and you know, half the time they were. They also had like a diving company or something yeah. like that. So they'd recommend those sorts of things. But yeah, I guess just. And I, and I would add to that, like we, one of my favorite parts about our trip was how many people we met, like even from like the US, the people that were traveling over there from wherever. And, the and they were so like, you know, you just connect with these people that are also like backpacking and we would ask them like, so where have you been? Where are you going? And that's kind of why we like the flexibility because then it's like, oh, we can change plans on a whim because we don't have like hotels booked or, you know, like right. we don't have flights and stuff. Um, on the flip side though, we did pay a premium because we would be booking flights last minute or yeah. not, I mean, not always, but th we did run into that a couple of times, but right. we made a lot of fun memories because we were. But yeah, you know, now that Jazz mentions that, probably the main source of like recommendations of things to do and then like where we should do them came from other backpackers that we met while we were over there okay yeah that's you know something that like we're trying to do now more especially us you know taking this year off to travel whenever we can i don't know when that's gonna happen but get, getting more of a general ideas of things that we want to do and places we want to go through blogs and asking other travelers and having a list so we can revert back to it, but then also just kind of being more on the ground and being just more go with the flow and like where does today lead, you know, through speaking right. and talking. But I, I think, people. you know, you and I have always been go with the flow. I think it's more or less what I really want to branch out a little bit more is talking to more people because it's easy and I'm sure you guys can kind of, well, I don't know, it sounds like you guys were talking to everybody you could, but I think as you travel with a couple, you tend to feel more comfortable with that person. And so we can kind of get locked away in our own little world. Yeah, and I think we really want to branch out more and just 
be more open to talk to more people instead of just reverting to the small comfort zone that we have as a couple. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great point because actually, so when we were in Bali, we only kind of talked to our, like each other and it, which was great. You know, like it was like, we, yeah, we had a lot of <laughs> like good times together and stuff. But then when we, when we went to Thailand, we met a lot more people and I think it really like upped our experience and like, and how much fun that we had and like the memories that we made and the way that we did it, which some people might, I don't know, not feel comfortable with this is, so we stayed in a lot of hostels and when you, when you stay in hostels, you meet so many people. Like that's how we made a lot of our friends because then the hostel would be planning like, you know, some excursion and you would go on this excursion and you would meet people or you would meet people that, you know, just cause you see them around a couple of times. Or you're hanging out in the lobby or I'm getting ready for the day, grabbing stuff out of my bag. And Oh, yeah. this guy next to me from a different country is also a physical therapist. Yeah. Like, that, that actually happened yeah. at one point. Wow. And, um, and, and I know hostels can seem like gross or weird, but it actually, it wasn't. And, and some hostels they'll be like private rooms. So like we would act, we would like switch back and forth between staying in like a dorm room and then staying in like our own private room. We do like two or days an here. Airbnb. Yeah, like two days in like a dorm room and then two days in our own private room or an Airbnb just to like have our own space and alone time and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I think that like even at hostels, like they just create an atmosphere of like meeting people Socialization. and like yeah, 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 let's do this together, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I love that. We're big hostel. Um, I guess you would say like backers like we we love the well, hostel. we used to feel the same way about like hostile like americans not necessarily people overseas but americans tend to have this like negative thought around hostels yeah it's like not the familiar movie? <laughs> you know? what like the horror movie hostel i don't yeah, know yeah that's the first thing i thought of <laughs> yeah. and it's just not as mainstream here we don't have hostels on every corner but when you are traveling it is very normal and you know we're people we like our privacy but we got our own room. And so we had our own room and bathroom, but we still had like the hostile culture where you could go and you could meet people. And then I love how hostels, the people that work there are such great guides and resources for things to do in the area. And hostels are usually in some of the best locations. So yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because I feel like a lot of travelers do feel kind of sketch about hostels, but there's people from all ages, all walks of life. You can have privacy. You can sleep in a dorm. And it's just a really great option. And they're cheap. Yeah. You and I, I love that the, the hostel workers are never going to steer you into the most touristy, like, uh, mm -hmm. tours. They're going right. to tell you how to really live it up in that country. And also being, you know, many years you guys as senior um, is definitely something that, you know, as a hostel, you just picture, Americans picture young kids sleeping with each other all over the place and right. it's like this big you know group orgy almost <laughs> um and and a lot of partying a lot of drinking no sleeping but that's really not the case there are some hostels like that but right. now with all the apps you can find like a nice quiet but still very social and active hostel mm -hmm. and yeah. you can easily like pick out the ones that are going to be like that versus the ones that are going to fit like more your style just from like reviews and ratings and also you know booking.com and then hostel world you can i mean it's easy to pick apart which one you're probably going to feel comfortable at and which one you're not mm -hmm. and, and to add on to that so when we were in thailand one of our favorite hostels was three dollars a night <laughs> three <laughs> How insane is that? Like, 
<laughs> I know. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And that's what people always say is that traveling's so expensive. And <laughs> yeah, it can get expensive, but it's also really actually easy to do if you do it the right way. I mean, listen to that. $3 a night for a hostel that was comfortable and fun. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We met so many incredible people. I mean, I think the way they made their money was off of selling alcohol. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they thought they had like you know ex excursions like hosted by the hostel so i think by the time everybody only paid three dollars a night to sleep there but like paid for their excursions like which, it made up which i prefer yeah. i'm like then you can pick and choose you know but i just need a roof and a bed to sleep on so yeah well right because it's not like you're even hanging out in Definitely. your room like right. you're hopefully out experiencing adventuring traveling and you know, I always say like we did a whole podcast about like what kind of traveler are you? Because there are all different types of travelers and each category will have a different budget, right? It's going to, if you're a bougie ass traveler, it's, you're going to need to save more money, you know? Right, right. But it's like for, you know, if you are a bougie traveler, like no judgment, right? But <laughs> like if we're going to travel across the world to stay at like a Hilton or, you know, a fancy hotel and have kind of just that experience that you could have in like New York city. It's like, what's the point? Like we travel to get down and dirty and get into the culture and experience something new and different. You right. know? Absolutely. Well, I think Ali said it really well. He was like, if your if your hotel over in Bali looks like Miami beach, then why'd you leave the country? Right. Right. <laughs> right. True. right. Um, okay. So you, so it sounds like obviously you guys are budget travelers, right? You had your boutique honeymoon moment. That's allowed. Yeah. And then you kind of went back into like budget traveling. So are you guys, you're obviously, you stay at hostels, guest houses a lot. Like, are you, do you eat a lot of street food? Like what, what's your like style of traveling? Like what is kind of like a typical day of just like going through it look like for you guys on the road? So really when we have gone, so we've mostly been to Europe and Southeast Asia, I guess, but the trip isn't as much about food for us. We usually take the cheap, the cheap route, you know, with little exceptions here and there. So we ate a lot of Mie Garang and Nasi Garang while we were in Love it. And then a lot of Pad Thai while we were in Thailand, just because we prefer to, you know, spend more of our daily budget on excursions and things like that, going zip lining, adventure-like stuff, diving, all those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, food, even though I'm a big foodie, Jazz isn't a big foodie, um, I can, I guess, have that experience in the U.S. So when we're abroad and, you know, trying to save money, we don't really go that route very often well one thing I just want to say too is what it's interesting because again like we always say like what like what's really important to you and add more into your budget that's going to go towards food or towards alcohol or towards excursions or towards hotels if you're somebody who wants to stay in a nice hotel but be clear on kind of where you know the majority of your money is going to go right. but what I love about traveling in most places is that being on a budget actually allows you to have a more cultural experience because the locals do things cheaply. It's the places that are more touristy or Western are the places you're going to go and spend more money. So even with food, like the best food is the cheap nasi goreng, is the yep. pie, is that's the a dollar. Food, like that's where you're going to get the good authentic food, not at, you know, the the restaurant no, want, the hotel you, you want know? to find the guy with the cart that the wheels almost falling off that yeah. he's frying yeah. up something those are the people you want to find to have that foodie experience and that's going to cost you like 25 cents us for a full meal yeah yeah 
Yeah, one of my favorite things that I still miss to this day is the um, the corn with like it had like a little bit of spice oh, to yeah. it, and it was like ten cents. But I would get one like most evenings when we'd be like watching the sunset, and I miss oh. it so much. It was just like little food booths on the beach, like they'd be selling corn on the cob with some spicy concoction on it, and it was delicious. Yeah. And it was the cheapest thing we ate the whole time yeah, we were there. So good. <laughs> I love that about Southeast Asia is like the markets there the food markets are everywhere and you can literally go and eat like a king for like a Three couple bucks of bucks with a beer and, and it's like the best food you're ever <laughs> gonna have and you're gonna eat it on the beach watching the sunset like southeast asia is honestly one of the or at a places. cool communal table with other travelers yeah. it's like the best yeah, uh, I yeah think, good good Someone asked us the other day, like, if we could go some, like, travel somewhere again, where would we go? And we were like, Southeast Asia. Like, <laughs> it was the, amazing. Even yeah. though we had so much more to explore. Yeah. Like, we just didn't, even in nine weeks, partially because of our planning method, yeah. but we didn't get to go everywhere we wanted to, and we'd love to go back. Yeah. Go to the Philippines, just FYI. That was, like, the most magical place we've wow. ever been. Yeah, and it's still not being overrun by tourists yet. There's not still a lot of isolated areas. Hopefully, right. you know, as this podcast grows, people don't hear that and just all go there at once. <laughs> big flame. But I wanted, to, I wanted to ask, so most people will, um, when they pick their honeymoons, they'll go to some all-inclusive resort. I feel to choose Southeast Asia – um, as a honeymoon to spend an, an you know endless amount of time as you can it takes a different mindset so is that something that you guys always wanted to do is it something you had done before individually or just something that you guys when you got married were like we're going to tackle this adventure it was kind of the place we had decided we were going to go next abroad but i mean we definitely thought about you know the like typical u.s like all-inclusive resort in cancun or something like that but it didn't take us long to decide against that because the same amount of money was going to be spent in you know four days to a week versus one a month or, or whatever right. that we could spend abroad or sorry in southeast asia yeah. so and so we, like i in college i studied abroad for a summer and it just like i was like oh my gosh i need more of this and then we went when we were like right when you graduated PT school, we went to Europe for like two weeks. Right before I began my first like big boy job after I graduated mm -hmm. PT school, we took a two week trip around Europe and it wasn't nearly long enough. Yeah. So we just kind of like kept on having this longing and we still do have this longing to like, I'm like, can we take our van and go live abroad for a year? Like, <laughs> I don't know. We just I hope my mom's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, we both just kind of agreed like, let's go to Southeast Asia and, and backpack for a couple of months at least. Yeah. We'd, we'd be able to spend a lot of time there just because the daily cost isn't, you know. And, and honestly, I think some of it came back to like, we, this is when we were a little bit unsure of our plans, but it's like, okay, we're going to like, you know, we're going to get married and then have kids soon. And at some point we're going to like settle down. Cause when we started travel healthcare, it was for only quote unquote one a year to, or two. Yeah. A year oh, or two. Wow. That's like out the window. Yeah. So um, we, I think at the time, maybe we thought we were on this like limited schedule, but I think as we're like growing more and more, we're realizing that that's like a schedule that society is placing on us and not something that like we want. So, yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention, I feel like we keep talking about how we're not planners, we're not planners, which we do have both a little bit of type A tendencies, um, yeah. but we had a wedding to plan before the honeymoon and yeah. we left like a two days after the wedding happened. I think, I think we had the wedding Saturday and left on a Monday morning. 
So wow. it was idiotic. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. We, we packed like hours before we left. Yeah. But um, so yeah, the I reason guess... we didn't put as much planning too into the honeymoon was because we were so focused on planning making wedding. our wedding happen, and we were planning our small town Kansas wedding in my parents' backyard from California. Of like, I mean, and to add on to that, like it, it was, was a wedding big. of like three to yeah. four hundred people. Whoa! Oh, I yeah. saw like videos of it, and I'm like that looks like the most fun wedding in the world. Yeah. Like you guys were just having like the time of your life, like the dancing and stuff. I was like, these are my people. <laughs> I go. Dancing is like our favorite thing in the yeah. whole world. So we just wanted to create like an atmosphere where everybody felt yeah. like they could dance and could have a great time. So. Yeah. I love that. It looked awesome. Okay. Hold up. Wait, before, cause I want to circle back. <laughs> I want to circle back to like some budget stuff. Um, but before I get into that, I wanted to kind of touch on because it sounds like you guys are pretty similar, but you know, you're a newlywed couple. This is the first, uh, this is the longest trip that y'all took together, right? Correct. Okay. So how was it, you know, being together for that period of time, traveling together? Like, are you similar travelers? Like kind of what came up or like, what, what, what was it like being a couple and just kind of jumping into being attached to the hip? Well, not only that, just out completely outside of your comfort zones and just, you know, kind of just going day by day in another country as newlyweds and kind of learning a little bit more about each other. Yeah. So we have, pretty similar travel styles. We're both definitely budget travelers. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm probably a little bit more of an extremist in in terms of like the budget. So like, I don't really splurge on like souvenirs or like having more expensive food or drinks, but sometimes Jazz can talk me into it. (laughs) And it's not like, and it's not like she's like, and it like wants to spend a lot of money all the time. Like we're definitely in the budget category, but like, She'll be like, come on, Colin. Like, we're on a trip. Like, we can buy a drink here. Like, um, but we're, we're both very mindful, I guess, of our spending. So, like, we'll walk when we can walk to the place to save money. Or we'll bring snacks so we don't have to buy a bunch of extra food. Or we'll pregame before we go to the bar. <laughs> so yeah. we don't have to buy as many drinks. But yeah. Alcohol is expensive. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. Do you have any more to say on that? Yeah. Um what was I going to say? Dang it. Um, oh, I know what I was going to say. So I think that since we had been doing travel healthcare, like we were so used to being around each other all the time. Like we only have one car, which maybe a lot of couples do, but, and like, just when we were dating, like we had a lot of the same best friends. So we were, we're used to being together and like, we are both strong minded, but we both say how we feel all the time. So we didn't like necessarily fight more, not to say we didn't like, I was going to say, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say more. We definitely still fought. And, you know, sometimes it sucks because it's like, you're about to go do something and then you fight and then it kind of, you know, it's like, you're on this, you know, after like in hindsight, where I was like, we're on this trip. Like that was so silly. Why did, like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But um, I think that it wasn't necessarily like, because we were on our trip, it was more just us growing as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. I've always actually, I've been very well known to go into contracts and hear about a new relationship. And my advice is, why don't you guys plan like a really long trip, like overseas together? Because that's how you're going to figure out if you're meant to be together or not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it seems like, you know, you guys are so close and you're best friends and you know, that's how, you know, Aaron and I are. And I think it makes it easier when a, I think healthcare traveling definitely warms you up. Right. Because 
we're together all the time. Like you are each other's person Outside when you get of your comfort to a new city, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. so it definitely warms you up. And then, you know, I always say like, when you get into a situation like that, where you're traveling or you're together all the time, it's either going to make or break you and mm-hmm. being best friends and actually liking each other and having fun and, and wanting to do the same things, I think can totally elevate a relationship. Mm-hmm. But when you do, when the, I think it also brings other things up more like faster because you are together all the time. And so it definitely speeds things up. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's also like the makeup time I think is a lot faster because like you said, Hey, why are we going to sit here and dwell when we're in the middle of paradise? Right. Where are you going to go? Like we're in the, <laughs> like you're go stand in the corner, you know, right. Right. There's nowhere to go. You yeah. can't jump in your car and peel out, you know? Uh-huh. So it's definitely, I think it can be a really good thing for the relationship or, yeah. you know, and no. I, I think honestly, I would say van building has been more of a, like not challenge, but like then, than traveling together, you know, like, we didn't really run into issues traveling, but over van building, especially towards the end, as we're getting towards the end and we just want to finish so bad because we've been in Kansas for four months and we are beyond ready to go travel or, you know, we're what makes us feel happy. We're not able to do right now. So, but it, so just, I don't know where I'm going with this, but basically just that van building has been harder than traveling together and being yeah. together 24 seven. I was going to add too. So when I was, Quick tangent, guys. I promise I'll keep it concise. <laughs> Go for it. Before, when I was in physical therapy school, Jasmine was in grad school in another city in Kansas. So ba- we basically lived with each other on the weekends, even more than the weekends. So like she'd come up from Pittsburgh where she was going to grad school to Kansas City and basically live with me for four days of the week. And then once... Then I was in clinical, so I wasn't in Kansas City, but she was living there, so I'd go live with her on the weekend. So it's like, before we even lived together, we were kind of living together. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, all of these like big like life moves that like, where you really are going to find out whether you want to be together or not, we, we did pretty early, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. We had like almost like trial runs, like we yeah. lived together for three or four days of the week, and then the next year, year later, we lived together, yeah. and then we traveled together. Yeah, it's kind of like easing into it. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. I think too, like, you know, dream, like people dream of travel, like long-term travel, taking adventures, traveling through, you know, Southeast Asia for nine weeks. Like, how amazing is that? Like, you know, people, like, that's a really cool thing to be able to do. But, you know, the reality of traveling is that it's not always rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. It definitely can feel overwhelming. It can feel confusing, especially for first timers in a new culture and trying to find their way, getting lost, all of the things, trying to find food, like people are getting hangry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a real emotion. Yeah. It can be emotional. You're out of your comfort zones. And so I think that's one thing people don't always talk about. There is an adjustment period. There is a transitional period when you're jumping into a long-term trip. Again, we're not talking about two weeks in Hawaii. We're Mm -hmm. talking about a couple of months being in a completely different culture. So you guys going into that, your first time together, what, like, was it like easier than you thought? Or like, was it something that like you face challenges and like, I don't know, just kind of like your overall thought of long-term travel where you're like, Oh my God, I'm obsessed. I want to do this forever. Or were you like, Oh my God, this is harder than I thought, you know? Oh my God. I think, yeah, I think so. 
we were like, oh my gosh, we want to do this forever. Okay. Like, no doubt. Like, it was like towards the end of our trip, we got, we were exhausted, but um, that, in Thailand, we did like, oh my, we did so many things, like, and so we were tired and we needed like a two week break probably, but then we were like, now, like looking back on pictures, it, it like hurts so bad that we want to, like, we want to go back. <laughs> there, there is a recovery period though, because right after Thailand, we actually went and took a really short contract in the big island in Hawaii, like six weeks. And it was almost, it was like almost too soon. Like we needed more recovery time before we went to Hawaii. Cause like once a weekend came, it was like, I don't know, can we go to this like beautiful beach (laughs) and like see cliffside views? Like that sounds ridiculous, but like we were so tired after planning the wedding and going on a nine week honeymoon that like we should have waited a little longer, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, wasn't wasn't TravCon sandwiched in there too? Yeah, TravCon was right before we left for Hawaii. And that will exhaust anybody. Yeah. <laughs> in the best possible way. Exactly. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I think, you know, traveling isn't, I mean, you're working, like you're go, go, go when you're traveling, like unless you're just laying on a beach, I mean, traveling, you're, you're getting up every day, you're going on an adventure, you're, you know, yep. going out at night, you're, you're traveling to the next place. Like, it is exhausting. Like, mm-hmm. you need like a break from it. Well, yeah, know? that's why we really love the slow travel mentality. Yeah. And that's something that we're going to take into our year of travel is, you know, hitting it hard for two weeks and then taking a slow yep. You know, yep. week off in like a cool town and then getting an Airbnb and just kind of exploring around that Airbnb. And then hitting it hard again because you will burn out really quickly yeah Yeah. I would say that would be a lesson that we learned is like we we probably should have taken a little bit more time towards the end I don't know I mean I guess our trip was coming to an end but yeah I like that yeah like kind of like going a little bit slower maybe yeah Yeah. but you only have so many weeks it's like you want to you don't know when you're going to be back yeah I know it is it's definitely like it's a balance you know to Cause that we were like, Oh, we want to see as much as we can. Let's check the boxes and go, go, go. But then you're still only grazing the surface where when we move into our year of travel, we really want to slow down and maybe see less, but get to really dive in deep right. and experience the area that we're in as much as possible. And right. that also will help not be so burnt out so quickly, you yeah. know, yeah, definitely. Maybe when you guys go, we'll be there too. And we can meet up. That yes. would be amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yes. So with actually with that to. being said, and you guys building out the van and obviously COVID and, and everything like that, do you have any plans for when this COVID pandemic goes away? Are you, are you planning a big trip or are you just really focusing on the van and, and staying within the U S I th- so like, I think what a lot of people realize is don't realize is how much time it really does take to make a van, especially if you have zero like building experience like us, because mm-hmm. we spend most of our free time researching, ordering parts that we need for the next project, figuring out how to do the next project, executing the next project takes the most time. But um, we haven't been able to make any like next abroad travel plans or really even US plans in the van just yeah. because all of our time and energy kind of goes toward creating the van. But I, I will say, I think our plan is, is to travel like in the U S maybe until like restrictions list lift abroad. Yeah. And, and, and that it's kind of just like maybe worked out for us a little bit because I, I mean, who knows when they're going to lift or when we can all travel again. But I think in the next year or so, we probably want to take a well, 100% trip. that's the yeah. plan. I was just saying where. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we <laughs> yeah. don't know where. <laughs> you guys so, are going to come meet us somewhere. So. Yeah, exactly. Yes, Wherever exactly. we are. Exactly. <laughs> that's
as far as like immediate plans, once we finish, we're just gonna probably start heading like toward like from Kansas to Colorado because we have a lot of friends, college friends who live there, and then check out some national parks on the way out west-ish because as we all know a lot of jobs exist out there yeah. um, but during COVID if I get a job it'll probably be that way yeah there's so many travelers right now or just people in general that are in Colorado they're at the parks they're going up the into the Pacific Northwest and doing all these road trips and hiking and we're like in Florida and like 100 degree weather it's like flat as, as far away as possible doesn't it doesn't <laughs> it like hurt like I'm like this is what, like, I know this is maybe a bad emotion, but I'm like, I am jealous. Me like, too. I feel jealousy. I'm crying in the corner. Well, not, yeah. only, not only that, I mean, we've talked about it multiple times, especially on this podcast, but this is the first time ever that Kim and I had every single resource to travel the world for a year, had it completely planned out as in, like, we're going, we're yeah. not taking a job, and something external, which, God forbid, we are healthy, we have a, right, you know, right. a great place to stay, so it could be a lot worse. But it was still like that that angst inside of just like, we can't go and we have every means to go. Yeah. And it's just like, when are we going to be able to? Oh, that hurts. Right? Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. Our heart goes out to everybody yeah. with like weddings and honeymoons. That and, are or travel plans. And, and, yeah. And tra yeah, sorry, yeah. I jumped the gun. But just thinking like of ourselves, like mm -hmm. we all do. But like if our wedding and honeymoon would have been at this time this year, mm -hmm. like I can't even imagine like the heartbreak and like, what you guys are feeling from your yeah. trip being postponed. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a definitely, it felt like a punch in the gut because you're just so taken back by like, wait, we have everything we need to go travel the world, but we can't like now we, we're going to either take a contract or we're going home. Like what the hell just happened, bro? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm so mad. But. Yeah. Which, which brings me to a good point to the fellow future travelers out there. Like don't wait because you never know like yeah. what could happen. Like, you know, like yes. you can't say someday be, because you never know what's going to happen like tomorrow or next week or next year. And yeah, you just have to great, go for it. Like one day, one day isn't a thing. You just have to like, start taking steps to making it happen for it to become a thing and, and don't give up when hardship happens yeah. like yeah you can figure it out right yep. exactly figure it out everything is figure outable and yeah. I, love, I love that you brought that up and i think one thing that you know circling back to the budget just quickly because i think this is one thing that really does pull people back is obviously traveling, taking nine weeks to travel through south america or southeast asia like taking time off is amazing but it does cost money right and so i kind of want to touch a little bit on just like your budget that you had like did you have a daily budget did you stick with it kind of what were your just overall experience with planning financially um and tips for that for people who think that it might be too expensive for them or something you know they don't know where to start yeah so if if it's too expensive, I would say go to Southeast Asia. <laughs> I, I mean, the flight to get the flight to get there is a little maybe a little pricey, but you can maybe find deals. But anyways, um, like so, what we did was I since I was in finance, I like I was comfortable with working in spreadsheets, and I kind of made like a plan like A, B, and C. Like if we're there for like a month, two months, three months, and then looked at like kind of looked in the cost of like how much it would be in Southeast Asia, and we like plan on like 40 to 50 dollars a day per person so around a hundred dollars mm -hmm. and that included like everything and our first probably like oh and then with the spreadsheet I thought about like all of our expenses that would like be reoccurring so like our 
like health insurance or car, car payment, insurance, student loan. loan. And, and I kind of looked at all that and like factored that in. Um, and Cell then phone payment, all those yeah. things. And then um, once we got over there, I think for the first like m- maybe couple of weeks, like three weeks in Bali, we kind of stuck to that a little bit. And then once we realized that we had enough money to like get home and live, we kind of like went outside of our budget a little bit and it was a little bit harder to stay within like the $50 a day per person. But um, yeah. Okay. That's good to know. That was, um, we're horrible with budgets, like totally transparent. Yeah, like we always set a budget and then we always go way over it, which well, is one reason why we had to come home from Southeast Asia early because we like spent all our money. Well, we also <laughs> lived in a two story villa, like, yeah. I mean, for like a whole month and you know, we're like paying for drivers and things like that. So we realized that we could have done things differently, yeah. but we are subject to we're in Bali YOLO. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The other thing that helped us save money, which this is kind of a little bit off topic, but we scootered the second half of our trip, and that saved us so much money because we didn't have it's to like hire three drivers. to five US dollars a day to yep. rent a scooter, and it was fun. <laughs> we like yeah. I, that was one of my favorite parts yeah. of the trip. Yep. Yeah, we did that in Bali, and well, Aaron drove the scooter. I drove it once and crashed it, which is like a whole. I was gonna say, which there is danger involved, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was fun it gave you freedom to kind of just go out and explore and you know and you didn't have to hire the driver or the tour guides you could just go wherever you wanted yeah, yeah totally and, I'll and make I think, one more comment on our budget oh, um, yeah since the what the, the wedding was coming up too it was a little bit more multifaceted I guess like planning because we didn't know how much like last minute money would go to executing the wedding or True. how much money we'd get for our honeymoon fund yeah or wh- whatever so that was that's so I'm going to blame that on the reason why we didn't plan that well (laughs) (laughs) but also the way we'd like actually you know make the money go into the account is on Friday which is payday for most travelers I think um Mm -hmm. I would Venmo Jazz my amount that we were saving she would Venmo me back that amount plus what she was contributing to it and then I would take that which God bless Venmo because it makes it so easy and then Mm -hmm. I would deposit that amount into our shared account and to an account that we wouldn't touch so it was just like there i love that so so if you guys were doing another trip without a wedding being in front of it would you still budget the same way would you still budget the hundred dollars a day or what do you think you guys would do based off of your experience from the last time um i think we would like approach it the same way i mean kind of depends on where we're we're going going, to see how much we would save up and for how long we were trying to go for but you know if you just if you plan on every payday putting the money into the your a savings account or wherever and then just planning on not touching it it's like if you do it immediately then you don't ever have the option to even use it and so we really liked that approach because it was just like slowly over time this account grew and we could like you know, it doesn't seem like a lot when you're putting it in on that Friday, or, you know, but then over time it like adds up. And um, so, yeah, we, I like the approach that we used and um, I don't think we would necessarily do anything different, but that's our goal for better. <laughs> yeah. That's our goal for traveling for the year is a hundred dollars a day. So $50 a person mm-hmm. um, that doesn't include long haul air because we have points and stuff that we'll use for those big flights. But yeah. And it will be interesting for us to really, you know, see how we do and kind of, I know places like Southeast Asia or South America, it's so easy. I mean, you can get by on 
very little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Places like Europe, you know, obviously New Zealand and stuff, it, you know, it's a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested to see, um, you know, how the hundred dollars go. But I think that that's $50 seems to be kind of a good range for people that are similar travelers like us that you're budget travelers, but you're still going to do some excursions. You're still going to go, you know, eat, have some cocktails, kind of go out and enjoy the culture. You're Maybe not just, stay in a nicer place. Yeah. Like you're not like week. couch surfing, right. you know, right. hitchhiking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love because that puts a, a number because a lot of people, as you know, are very practical. They want to know. And I think that's one thing that really got me excited about our year of travel, because if you just say a year of travel, your mind goes into, oh my God, how much money is that going to cost? But when you put like, okay, a hundred dollars a day, I can get behind that. And yes, that number is a little bit higher, but it's like, once you have that number, it just makes it more feasible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Our brains process that a lot easier. And, and I think too, you know, one thing that's so cool about being healthcare travelers is that, you know, we do make more money. We do, majority of us make more money and, you know, having, we have an opportunity to pay off debts and pay down our bills and our expenses, which we worked really hard to do. And then when you get that goal in mind of like, okay, a hundred bucks a day for two months or however long you want to go, 50 bucks, if you're a single traveler, it gives you like that incentive to show up right. at work and be like, I know that every dollar I put away is going towards my two month trip or whatever. And I think it makes it more exciting to save that money every Friday too. I was so excited. Absolutely. It didn't feel like a task to like put that money away because we knew it was something that was going to bring us a lot of joy. A hundred percent. So it didn't feel like, you know, we were making a car payment or something, you know, something boring kind of like that, but it felt like exciting, I guess, to do that every payday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we definitely want to respect you guys' time. I want a big, um, I have a question that kind of came up. Um, I think we a little bit touched on it, but I kind of wanted to dive a little bit deeper. And it's more along the healthcare traveler, like lifestyle and what it actually brings. Because, you know, if you guys were working full time, obviously, maybe you could make this work, but I don't think it would be as easy to be able to explore an adventure. Um, And so what do you think that healthcare traveling has opened up for for you guys to live the lifestyle you currently want i mean really just to put it in two words lifestyle freedom like Mm. the fact that we can i can take a contract like as i did before a wedding i took like a high paying contract in the bay area to fit the life circumstances that were in our life at the time i guess so just allowing us to kind of make moves to not set us up for retirement but to set us up for our short-term happiness I mean short-term and long-term but like just having the freedom to create the lifestyle that we want I don't know jazz take it yeah and and I think it's like a lot of people say like yeah like they'll say to us like we'll tell them what we do and they'll say yeah travel while while you're young and it's like no we want to travel forever yeah we want to make this forever thing yeah and you know for me since I was like when I was in finance, I was coming home, like almost in tears, like three, two to three days out of the week. Like I was just so unhappy. And this, the, you know, the travel lifestyle is just, you know, sometimes people think that I'm just like following him and I'm like, no, like this is like, this is both of us. Like we both want to have this, you know, be, you know, travel or, you know, we both want him to be a travel healthcare. We say it's financially irresponsible for him not to be. (laughs) (laughs) So, so like, if anything, it's, it's so funny because people literally will think that jazz is just like following me and, you know, like kind of like to be dramatic, sacrificing her career for what we're doing. And I'm like, no, this is 100% like it's a team decision. Like if anything, 
in the beginning, jazz was the catalyst for helping make it happen. Like, you should do travel PT. And I was like, you know what? I could. Hell yeah. It's like living your best life. Like, yeah. I know you were working with Nomadic Care. You guys started a blog. Like, you guys are doing so many cool things, you know? And it's cool to have somebody home or, or in the van. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> holding down the fort and doing all the cool stuff. So, yeah. You go to work, come home, and then you guys get to go adventure. And But I also love that, you know, that's one thing that Kim and I have talked about is, you know, we traded off contracts at the beginning, and that was probably the most beneficial thing that we could have ever done because it allowed somebody to stay home and find a, another passion, maybe something that they could literally think about because you do have that time, which I think is the most valuable thing in the world is being able to wake up and be like, what do I want to do today? And what would I want to wake up every single day and do? Yeah, and now, Jazz, you were able to actually take that time because Colin's doing like an amazing, you know, yeah. going and traveling and, and doing what, what he loves to do. As of right now, I'm, I'm not sure if that's something you want to do forever, but it was just basically the thought of you getting the chance to wake up and say, you know what, I want to start a blog, I want to start writing more, and then that passion comes out, and then, you know, Skip gets the idea and says, I want to join in on that, and then it just, you know, goes into this beautiful kind of lifestyle together, and, and I love hearing you guys' story, how you guys did that. Yeah, you make a great point because like like we said, like sometimes people think that I like sacrifice my career and I'm like, actually it's the other like I've actually been given the opportunity to pursue something that bring that that I find happiness in. And it's so it's like it's like I don't know, like people just sometimes see it the wrong the wrong way. And I'm like for I'm like forever grateful for the travel healthcare and him being a travel PT because it's opened up so much more like opportunities for me and us. Yeah. Love that. You're like, I'm good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is, you know, like being a healthcare traveler, like right now, you guys are off work. Like, obviously you're not working, Skip. Like you're, you're not working. You're yeah. Yeah. building a van, doing a yes. project. Yeah. Like who can do that when you work full time? You can't like, I'm going to take three months off and build a van and I'll be back. Like, you know, it's Actually. like, you can't create freedom like this. Like when you were saying that you would come home in tears and honestly, like I still feel that way. Ultrasound is absolutely not my passion, but when I was, it's, it's manageable as a traveler because it's temporary. But when mm -hmm. I was working full time, I literally, like I would cry every day. And like when I would clock in, I would literally feel my soul die. Like yeah. I could feel it sink and die. And I had to turn into someone else just to show up day after day after day, like in the grind. Mm -hmm. And so I think traveling really gave an opportunity to work less, have more experiences, explore different passions, travel more. And it was like a total game. Changer. Well, you had a totally different outlook of your job as ultrasound yeah. because it was providing you an avenue to do all these cool things right. and build the life that you currently want. hundred percent. Well, and when you're in when you're in a lifestyle that basically requires you to become comfortable with the uncomfortable and do it afraid and like mm -hmm. conquer your fears all the time it just opens up a lot of doors to other things mm. yeah. amazing things oh yeah <laughs> oh, no. you're pointing at me all right so <laughs> wrapping this up i mean honestly we could like talk to you guys all day yeah. like i yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> 
I just like love you guys. I hope that we get to cross paths like in real life yeah. sometime soon again. Since P.S. How crazy is it that in a month would be Travcon? And I know. Oh, it it breaks my heart. <laughs> so weird. I'm almost like. Except we weren't going this year. Well, so. we were supposed to be. Oh, that's true. The world. Which we couldn't believe when we heard that. We yeah. were like, what? It's not going to be the same. I know. And that's what we even were like. We were sitting there and we made the decision because we're like, I don't think we'd come home. We don't know where we're going to be. Um, as much as we love going, we're like, let's just take this year off. And then when we found out it was canceled, there was we a little excited. bit of partying going oh, on. Like, we would have felt the same way. <laughs> we have okay, now I don't have to be have as much FOMO. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of excited. <laughs> maybe okay. maybe we could all do like an online Zoom or something. That would be cool. Uh, I, I think we actually had that planned at one point, and then I never followed through. So that's actually my fault. We should have like an online dance party. Zoom yeah. party. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> with with your longer trip, obviously, you know, you guys had an incredible time, like life changing. It sparked the travel bug in you to want to go out, want to do more of it. What do you think? Because we're all about like, we really are wanting to share stories of how people ha are using travel as a way to seek inspiration and explore their passions and cool ideas and just growth and things that all the things that come from taking time to travel, right? It, there's so many incredible positive things that happen. So from that trip, what do you think is like the biggest inspiration or takeaway or cool idea or project that you guys are like, oh my God, when we get home, like we're going to work on this or just something that changed for you guys when you came back from that trip that was sparked by the long-term travel? Um, a loaded question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would just say that it just solidified that we wanted to have like a remote job or, mm -hmm. you know, going back to like creating the life that we want to live. Um, you know, so like just starting up a blog and I've been like starting up my copywriting business and just having a website and just learning all of these things that allow us to do things when we have a laptop and internet that it just like really like that just like became more clear to us that that's what we wanted to do and that we wanted to continue to explore like what does make us passionate like you know what life can we create that it just reinforced that well, I've I've said this phrase a thousand times throughout this interview but like traveling sets our soul on fire and we want to find ways just like you guys to inspire and empower people to follow follow their dreams you know whether they're travel related or not really we want to inspire people to do go outside their comfort zones and do what makes them sets their souls on fire so, yeah. so I guess one concrete example is I got a health and wellness coach certification because <sighs> I eventually I'd like to like practice virtually you know while we're going wherever we want but still impact people in the same way that I do as a physical therapist or you know start a telehealth physical therapy practice or something along those lines we haven't really set like clear-cut concrete goals because right now the goal is to get the van built right but um we've been doing a lot of things like Jazz said like learning about blogging and copywriting and creating a website and all those sorts of things that will allow us to live that lifestyle I like freaking love you guys. Yeah, I, if, no. you, if we'd had the video on, I, I had my hands raised to the ceiling. Woo! Yeah, so like, these are like the stories we want to share because it's so inspiring. And, you know, just to be able to, you know, we felt the same way, like when we went to Southeast Asia and we were like, oh my gosh, like 
We want to work remote. Like we want the freedom all the time to work wherever we, wherever we want, wherever we are and impact people and to be able to have the freedom to create the day however we want and not being, you know, bogged down by, you know, clocking in and out and all of that and travel really inspired that in us too. Well, and I think I've told this story multiple times, but I mean, I literally left a flood in Thailand. I cried and cried and cried because I just had that realization. It was just one day I woke up and it just hit me that, you know, traveling healthcare really wasn't weighing me down. It was actually elevating me and allowing me the possibility to design my own life. And I was Mm -hmm. sitting there telling Kim that I felt like a 34 year old failure and then what really triggered was like, no, I'm a 34-year-old success story. I'm building the life that I currently want. And I just lost it. I was in the salad place, like crying, like people <laughs> were like concerned, but I just couldn't stop because it was just that I found that joy space. And I think that's what I really want to try to share. And I really hone into that. And like you guys' story is just triggering right into that and hopefully inspiring, you know, the people listening to this podcast. Yeah. Joy space. I Anna, love that. I love that you're a happy crier and a sad crier. And just, I think, I think it's awesome that as a male, you're open about crying because I think that's important. And I'm a crier too. I love that. I know. That's why we're crying kind of spirits. Good. We're all going to end up crying. <laughs> I'm crying right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, wrapping it up, uh, like tell us a, where we can follow along with your van life. Tell us about your blog, just any cool things, projects, like how can people like follow along with your adventures, get in touch, all, all of the things, pimp yourself out. So the main place we post right now of current is Instagram at skip and jazz Johnson. Um, our, our most favored app is TikTok, but hopefully it doesn't get banned. I know fingers (laughs) crossed that it isn't banned in a week or so, but, um, once, we're done with the build tiktok is going to probably be our main platform yeah. i would say because we love to dance okay we love to dance and, and be silly and, and be silly and just be yourself you know and i feel like it really makes that atmosphere clear yeah. we're at the same tag on there at skip and jazz johnson right yeah yeah and i've then, seen some of your talks yeah, i'm you like they're are, like good dancers yeah <laughs> oh, okay we try we mostly <laughs> just like it yeah um and then we just recently launched our blog um skipandjazzjohnson.com and we only have one blog post so far but more again, is coming again <laughs> once again once the van build is done we're going to be updating that pretty frequently and, and we should done. have the van done in like two weeks that's oh my we're... gosh wow. two weeks say, but... what's that i said two weeks that's awesome well but also when we were talking scheduling this we also said two weeks so just like yeah. don't hold us to it but that's yeah. our that's our hope <laughs> totally are you guys gonna share on the blog um more like van life stuff or just like your adventures of traveling and that kind of stuff like what are you guys gonna both, both yeah. honestly yeah like... i think it's more about kind of like creating the lifestyle that you want to live like and yeah about like van building or like living on the road and then um traveling and stuff but we um, like i mean our van build has essentially been fueled by google and youtube and blog university so like i'd like to give back to the you know van build community and let them know how we did things too especially for ultra beginners like there's a category of beginner and there's a category of ultra beginner <laughs> which we are in oh yeah i i mean i'm just watching it like i said i'm like how are they even like figuring this out like you know but again everything's figure outable uh-huh. but it's like cool that you guys 
are learning, but you're also sharing the steps of the community for people who are also interested in van life because it's a hot thing right now. You know, it's everyone's yeah. wanting to be in a van because we can't travel anywhere. So yeah, that's I, cool. I do got to say, I'm, I'm totally obsessed with you guys' little tagline of little hippie, little <gasps> hustle. A lot of heart. A lot of love. A lot of love. Yeah. Thank We're you. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> we can share. <laughs> we'll just be like, uh, what was it? A little hippie, a uh, little hustle, a lot of love. A lot of life. A lot of life. <laughs> <laughs> life Square. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but um, when we think of little phrases like that, we get so excited. Like today, today we we said, gosh, well, people say do it when you're young, but we say, well, we want to do it forever. And we were like, we did a little dance and we said it. Cause like, like, it's like a summary of our life. Yeah. Oh, no. It's so true. We're yeah. the, we are the exact same yeah. way. Like, when we were, like, seeking inspiration and freedom through travel, we were just like, what? Like, we're just not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. Thank you guys so much for your time. We absolutely love speaking with you. As we said, we could go on for days. Um, I definitely want to get you guys back on, which will set up to talk like once y'all like are done with the van and kind of get into it, but like really talk specifically about that. Cause I know a lot of people are interested. Um, yeah, that'd be great. We'd love to be needed. Yeah. Questions. <laughs> well, awesome. yeah, and thanks for having us. We love talking to you guys. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, and this was your first podcast, so. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you'll always remember that. You always I love it. Definitely. Love it. With you guys. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much, and we will talk soon. So that wraps up this week's episode. Wow. I was amazing. I'm like tingling. I, yeah. I'm loving doing these interviews because you guys have been listening for a minute. Like we have, it's, we've just been doing solo episodes. And so we really wanted to start highlighting travelers' stories and how they use traveling healthcare to create more freedom in their lives, to travel more, to pay down debts, to have adventures. And so doing these interviews has been so much fun for us. I'm like, why didn't we start this sooner? Like, this is fun. I know. I absolutely love it to feel inspired by other people's stories. Cause I mean, we can tell our own stories yeah. for days. Right. But it's like to be able to hear other inspirational stories from other travelers that have opened up a door they never thought possible into their lives. Mm-hmm. And it was all brought by traveling healthcare. And then it just opened up the doors yeah. to so much more is what I love to talk about. It's like having a conversation with a friend, honestly. Yeah. And so we hope you guys are enjoying these interviews. We plan on doing a lot more of them and really intertwining the two. So we'll still do some solo episodes. Obviously, when we start our gap year, when we start traveling, we'll have a lot more fun things to talk about, share about what we're learning, all of that. So we'll still be doing our solo episodes, but we really want to start doing more of these interviews and um, kind of... Uh, intertwining the yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully you're enjoying them. If you are, please head over to Gap Travel on Apple Pods and leave us a review, rate the show, let us know what you like. Are you liking subscribe. these interviews? Yeah, subscribe. Again, it's like totally free. It just it, it, it lets you know when we have a new episode. That's it. It's really quite simple. Um, and supports the show. And it supports us yep. and the show. So hopefully you love this episode as much as we did. Go follow Skip and Jazz. They are so much fun, especially, I mean, if you love traveling, period. But, like, if you're into, like, van life and stuff, what they're doing is incredible. Next level. So go follow them on Instagram at Skip and Jazz Johnson. They're amazing. And with that, we will see you next week for another episode of Gap Travel. Love it. Love it.